Hey, DOMA fam, welcome back to another DOMA Studio podcast where we talk all things health mentally, physically, and emotionally. I'm here with Brian Young, one of our instructors, and we are going to talk all about his yoga journey and maybe a little Ooh-hoo. bit of life. Nice. Um, so, Brian, welcome. I'm excited that we're getting to do this. This was a legit request on our podcast was that we interview some of our instructors. So, you're first up. Yay! Nice, yay. I didn't know it was first. Yeah, I'm you're so first flattered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's get down to it. Um, how did you get introduced to yoga? Was there anything that kind of preceded that? Like, what's kind of the beginnings that got you into the kind of yoga world? So I think that my real entrance into the yoga world happened when I moved back to California um, from New York. I was really into running. So uh, my partner and I, we were running marathons and running every day, and I had developed really bad plantar fasciitis. So um, it had become super, super painful to run and to even walk at certain moments. I know, it was really bad. Uh, So I was like, I have to do something else because this is no no longer working for me. And I I found a Groupon for Bikram Yoga in Folsom. How funny. Yeah. And I showed up and I took my first class and I absolutely freaking loved it. And so I went every single day for my 30 day Groupon and signed up for a membership and I just kept going. And never looked back. And that was, (laughs) yeah, of course, right? Um, That was what year? 2015. Okay, it's 2020. Okay, got it. I just had to math in my head real quick. Five years ago, got it. Um, so before that you were an avid runner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. So, and you had plantar fasciitis Mm -hmm. and what happened with that over the course of the 30 days or over the course of like your transition from more running to more yoga? So it was so crazy. I mean, I had like, I had cortisone shots. I I went to physical therapy. I did all this stuff to try and get the pain, like relieve the pain because it was just it was so bad. Damn. And when when I started practicing in Folsom, I had already signed up to run a marathon in Greece. And so um, I was trying to like get in as much yoga as I could before I went so that it would kind of relieve some of it. And it worked a little bit, but I was still in a lot of pain while I ran that marathon. Dang. After, I kind of stopped running and just really focused on yoga and did a lot of yoga. And over time, I... Like, I no longer feel it. I no wow. longer have pain. So you no longer have any symptoms of... No. Nope. Wow, that's Nothing. so cool. I know, it's really cool. Yeah, that's really, really cool. The I'm, yoga works, people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I mean, that's really, that's really impressive. Not impressive, but that's, like, really encouraging mm-hmm. that just from consistency, you can... Because that, I mean, that annihilates people. Oh plantar fasciitis, I mean, when your feet hurt everything hurts literally everything it literally it's like walking on needles it's just Mm. the worst feeling that sounds terrible and to have that relieved is so amazing i'm so thankful yeah that's amazing um so you said that you loved your very first yoga class well, so my first yoga class, my, my very first yoga class was not in Folsom. Oh, okay. I, I, like, I think of that as like my entrance into the yoga world. Oh, okay. But my very first yoga class was actually in Europe, in Hungary. 
Okay. So I, w- I lived in, in Hungary, in Budapest, for about a year when I was in college. And my roommate at the time was really into Bikram yoga. And so she was like, let's just go, let's go take, take a class with me. And I was like, okay. And I went and it was the, <laughs> to me, it was like the weirdest thing in the world. Yeah. Because I hadn't done a whole lot of yoga up until that point. And uh, just being in that like hot, sweaty room and also, I mean, it was in a different language, and I was like trying to follow along as best I could, and the instructor was like, <laughs> "Not having it. <laughs> what I is mean, this kid yeah. doing?" <laughs> if you have ever taken, I mean, it's a lot different now yeah. than it was back then. But I mean, old school Bikram yoga classes, oh my ooh, God. they were rough, rough. y'all. Yeah. Rough, just. You blinked the wrong time, and you were <laughs> right. Yeah, and I just remember being like not able to stop sweating. <laughs> well, who's able to stop sweating in a class like that? Let's be real. Well, but even after class, I'm oh, like okay. carrying all my like wet stuff with me. I was like, this is not pleasant at all. That's like, so I don't funny. like, but uh, that was, so that was my first, and my first And did you take another class. class with her, with them I did. Later? I think, I think I did like three classes there total. Okay. Um, and then I also took one Bikram class in, in New York, in Brooklyn when I was living there. Um, which also, like, I remember it being smelly, and I remember the teacher yelling at me, and I was like, I was like, I don't know about this. You know, it's just like, it's interesting, like, the different times in life. Yeah. When you experience these things, and sometimes it resonates, and sometimes it just doesn't. Yeah. So, at those, to, at those moments, it didn't. And then you still went back and tried and another Bikram class after that. I was like, I was like why not? Let's try it. Right. That's so funny. Um, so how has yoga, I mean, clearly yoga has changed your feet. So, <laughs> so how has yoga changed your life, your body, your mind, you know? Well, there have definitely been physical transfer, transformations as far uh, as, you know, flexibility and strength and kind of activating different muscle groups that I didn't know were necessarily there. Yeah, <laughs> feeling, totally, right? Feeling areas of my body that I didn't necessarily know were there. Uh, but I think more than that, I mean, I, you know, since I, since I moved from the East Coast back to California, this whole, there's been such a transformation, and I think a lot of that has to do with yoga. Um, I find myself to be more calm, <laughs> more centered, more, but also more confident, and um, just this, like, this idea of of knowing who I am and being very like secure and confident and safe in that space. Well, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, a, I mean, I was a bit of a, a wild child, I guess we could say, like yeah. in New York, just, and it, it had to do with like the career, you know, like I was, an, I was bartending at nightclubs and I was out late every night and I had this like party mentality and I thought I was like the cool kid, you know, and then. I mean, you probably were a little bit of a cool kid. <laughs> Man, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe a little mess, but. <laughs> I think all of us were a little bit of a mess at one point in our lives. Yeah. But it's like coming back to that, or I mean, it is in a way like coming home to yourself, right? Like being yeah. able to discover that. And then I think that yoga has been such a catalyst for me for that experience and such a way to kind of like. I mean, really shove me in the right direction and be like, this is where you need to go. This is what's, what needs to happen. It's been amazing. Yeah, that's so cool. It's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so I know you mentioned that you had plantar fasciitis, but have you ever 
in your yoga journey since then have had an injury or something that has happened during, let's call it your yoga career. <laughs> and um, how have you managed? Like, wh what do you do when you get an injury? Like, do you still practice? What are some of the therapeutic things that you do to kind of keep you going or get you back on track, those kinds of things. Because I know many of us have gone through injuries and, you know, how do, how do you handle it? So I think that, well, we have this in common that it's like, I, I love to practice, right? And I push myself hard. Like, and I, that's just kind of my personality. That's who I am. Um, so I, in my yoga career, I've done these, these Jedi fight clubs, right? It's an intensive backbending camp. And um, the last one that I went to specifically, I really hurt my low back. Like it was just, it was the left side of my low back and it was not fun. Like angry, angry, just angry. And, um, so when I got back from Hawaii, I started seeing a chiropractor. And so I see a, I still see a chiropractor. I was seeing him once a week and now I see him once every other week, but that has really changed. I think it's changed my body in a good way and changed how my body deals with injury, kind of putting things back in alignment and really helping out uh, those, those spots that get tight or get sore or get injured. Um, but other than that, I mean, I'm a firm believer in massage. Um, I'm also a firm believer now in rest. Yay. Yay. Yeah, we need um, a little bit of rest. We need a little bit of rest. And it's also like listening to your body, right? And I think when I first started practicing and, and uh, you know, an instructor would be like, do this, I would just do it, like no matter what, you know, like force myself into it. And sometimes I think you need to have a little bit of grace for yourself and give yourself a little bit of space and say, yeah, I'll, do, I'll, I'll try a little bit, but when my body says no, that means no. Yeah. The answer <laughs> is allowed to be no. The, the yeah. answer is allowed to be no, yes. Yeah, that's yeah. beautiful, that's beautiful. Um, so do you, when, when you have injuries and things, cause we're human, right? We do stuff that hurts. Mm. Um, do you still practice? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Do. I still, I still think I have always been a firm believer that the only way through is through, right? That that's been kind of one of my, my things that I, I stick with. And so I still show up, I still practice as best I can. Yeah. Um, and it might not be my best practice, but that's okay. I still think that it's important to to show up and to, to try with what you have. Right. It kind of comes back to like the yoga is going to give you what you need. Yeah. And, exactly. som and sometimes it's like stand there because yeah. yeah, you need rest, but you also need to be on your mat and yeah. kind of be uncomfortable. Yeah. What and you need might just be laying in Savasana for the whole class and that's okay. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, so you mentioned this Jedi fight club thing. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? <laughs> and maybe some other trainings that you've done beyond, you know, instructor training kind of stuff. Yeah. So uh, Jedi Fight Club is kind of part of the, the Bikram world. And that's something that I've, I dove deep into early on in, in my um, yoga practice. So it's um, headed up by this man named Isaac Garcia. And basically it's a, a 10 day intensive backbending yoga training. So you take two Bikram classes every day, and in between those Bikram classes, you do drills. And the majority of the drills include wall walks. So <laughs> you basically walk your hands down the wall in a backbend um, to touch the floor, and you hold it there for a little bit, and then you walk back up, and you do it. I mean, we were up to 
I don't know, like a hundred a day. Jeez. <laughs> That's a lot. Which is so many. Um, and then other than that, I mean, you do these drills with like lunges and ab work and um, yeah, handstand prep and things like that. So it's very intense. It's very physical. Um, but it's, for me, it's always fun to see kind of where I can go and, and have this like moment of immersion where literally you're just doing yoga yeah. and sleeping yeah. and that's it. There's nothing else. That sounds cool. Yeah. And you can also eat whatever you want during that time. Like I'm whatever sure. you want. <laughs> I'm sure. If you're taking two 90 minute classes a day. Yeah. And then just exercising and then in just between. Exercising all day in between. Yeah. yeah. Snacks unlimited. Snacks unlimited. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Do you, have you done any other um, types of training? I mean, this is gonna maybe lead me into the next kind of question is, if you guys don't know, Brian has competed in a couple, a few different, two, two? Yeah. okay. Two um, yoga competitions. Uh, and so like what kinds of trainings or stuff do you do to prep for yoga competitions slash what's it like to compete in a yoga competition? Oh wow. So. Um Let's see, different, different trainings. I mean, um, I did a lot of training with Ida Ripley, um, doing training to become uh, certified as a, an, a, an instructor for the intermediate series of Bikram. But we also did a lot of training as far as like the advanced series, like doing a lot of those postures and um, backbending training. Um, yeah, like the different alignments of postures, breaking down postures, uh, spent a lot of time with her like looking at my postures, which was great for me. Um, I've done a lot of traveling. Like I, I, I went to Utah and I, um, I visited Brandy. Gosh, I forget her last name right now. Anyway, this woman named Brandy in Utah and she's a, a big yoga, uh, Bikram yoga instructor as well. And I set aside time with her, took some of her, her time, broke down some of my postures, did some exercises with her. So, so different things like that and like visiting different studios and, and just kind of trying to absorb as much knowledge as I could at the time and asking questions and um, yeah, try, getting people to look at my postures and things like that was important for me. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Um, and then for, as far as the, the, the training is concerned for, for competition, it's like, you know, the competition is, so basically you're, you get on stage and you have three minutes to perform six postures. And the six postures come from an improved list of postures, and um, and you can choose any six, but they have to be from the approved or so. So each of the postures, so there has to be like an inversion, there has to be a twist, there has to be um, you know like a balancing posture. So it's it's different categories, and you pick one from each category. Oh, okay, basically. cool. Okay. And the more difficult postures are worth more points. And then there's a panel of judges, and they give you points based on based on the posture, the accuracy, also your stillness, um, and how you get in and out of the posture. That's intense. It's very intense. It's very intense. <laughs> uh, but for me, it was always a way to see where my practice could go, and you know, it's always to get up in front of people and like do a posture is something very different than being in class. And, and doing a posture. That's a whole different ball game of concentration and focus. I mean, that's, you're right, totally different than doing yeah. 
doing an expression in practice when you know most people aren't really watching you you maybe have like a couple onlookers but like this is a full-on like this is me auditorium <laughs> full yeah. of people you guys like I've been to these before I mean it's like a hundred eyes on you easy yeah more for sure yeah yeah, yeah. and it I mean it, it's stressful but I think that that's that's part of the yoga, right? Totally. Like being able to let go of all that stress, that attachment, and just kind of get up there and be like, okay, well, we're going to see how my body's feeling today and what I can do. Yeah. To be able to find the peace and the calm in the middle of kind of chaos, because it's with so many people around you, it can feel really overwhelming. And yeah. you're right, it is totally the practice of yoga to be able to silence all that kind of outside chatter and then find focus to show up and express mm. and yeah whatever kind of comes out comes out but yeah that's super cool so yeah. how you know like what'd you rank if you what don't I mind rank? sharing with us uh, let's see. so the first let's see the my first competition which i think three years ago, because this last year, 2020, hello, we didn't have a competition. No. Um, but three years ago, I placed third in regionals, so that's hey on the West Coast, which is great. Yeah. And then um, two years ago, I, I placed fourth in regionals. That's super. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. That's really, really cool. And do you prep, like, all year for that, or? It's a long process, because you want to be able to, I mean, first of all, nail the postures, but it's also making sure that you hold each posture for at least five seconds and that you have a nice flow from one posture to another because all those things are like scrutinized, right? They're, everything's like looked at very carefully. So um, it is a long process. I think you, su you submit, I wanna say you submit your, your video to, to be considered to enter the competition around October, November, and then you actually perform in like June or July. So it's, it's like there's a lot. There's like a gap of time, like a good gap of like six months where you're able to kind of really hone in. And That's pretty cool. Practice, yeah. That's really cool. Well, have you so you've done competitions, you've done trainings. Do you have you like. Did you study in New York? Like school? Like school. Like, what'd you go to college for? So I went to college in Santa Cruz. Oh, Santa Cruz. That's UC right. UC Santa Cruz for um, anthropology. My major was cultural anthropology. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's really cool. so cool. <laughs> so let's get into some a few more questions while we've got you here. Um, what's your favorite thing besides yoga, Avi? <laughs> My favorite thing besides yoga. That's hard. Uh, so, well, you know I love to bake. And what? it's so good. <laughs> it's so, so yummy. One of my, my hobbies, one thing that I love to do is bake. And I, I like to bake for other people or cook for other people. I also like to cook things. And it's interesting because my, my diet as of late is somewhat restrictive in the sense that, you know, I don't eat certain things. But I like to experiment with cooking and with baking to where I'm still able to make things that taste good, but that, are, um, that fit within my boundaries as far as eating is concerned. Speaking of eating, so what what diet style do you partake in mostly? Such an interesting concept or uh, question. I, I guess. know because it's kind of evolving at this current moment, right? It is, and I think that it's always evolving. Totally. Like I think that all of us are on our own path as far as like diet and eating is concerned. It probably should always evolve. I think right? it should. Yeah. I really think it should, and I. 
you know, I, I've been, we've been talking a lot about this recently, yeah. and I think that it's important for people to understand that there's not like one catch-all diet that's good for everyone. Um, it, like basically to break it down, like I consider myself vegan, but I also, like I eat fish, so I allow myself to eat fish. I don't do dairy, I don't do eggs. Um, and recently I eliminated nuts from it from my diet as well because <laughs> I know, so so sad. Sad. Nuts, I'm so sad to see you go um, because I've noticed that they've they've caused a lot of inflammation um, and I, I really think that the, that's what it is it's like over time just kind of experimenting with different food products or different food groups and knowing what works for my body and what doesn't and you know I'm not about to hate on someone that eats meat or that eats nuts or that <laughs> eats dairy or that loves cheese, but I also know that those things don't work for my body, right? So I'm so I just choose not to partake in them. Yeah. And there are moments it's like, you know, I said this the other day, trust and believe on Thanksgiving I'm going to have some turkey, you know? And that's it's not the end of the world. It's just like I know that I'm going to have it because I want it. Yeah. But is it something I eat every day? No. Right. So Yeah. That's great. So you're kind of experimenting because if you were vegan, then I'm sure nuts are like a big piece of your normal daily life. No. Yeah. So are you going to start experimenting with other types of protein sources? Yeah. I've, I've found out over time that protein is super key, like really important uh, for me, especially to kind of, because I'm so active, I think it's so important for uh, my muscles to get a lot of fuel and protein yeah. is that fuel. So I have a protein shake every single day. And it's a, a vegan protein shake that I, and a brand that I, that I love. Um, and so that's something that's kind of a staple in my diet where I know I'm at least getting this amount of protein every day. Um, and then, you know, not many of us know, but there is protein in, in greens. There's protein in like other things that we can eat. So um, yeah, I'm still kind of <laughs> experimenting, like figuring out how that, that process is gonna go. Um, but yeah, and you just, yeah, figure it out for yourself. Cause you're right. There's no one size fits all and being able to test things out for your body because yeah, I mean, I'm on the same boat as you trying to figure out like what's working for my body and what's not. And you know, restriction is not always fun, but neither is feeling like crap. Oh yeah. You know, and so it's so interesting how much your food plays such a huge role in getting your body to feel good. And I think for us as people who, you know, we practice every day, like we're really, really active people, we start to notice that stuff's not right. You're like, mm -hmm. this isn't supposed to hurt this bad all the time. Like yeah. I move too much for that. Yeah. So it's really cool that you're kind of playing with those things. And, you know, Brian's right. No, there's no one size fits all when it comes to diet. So it's important that we're kind of playing with everything so we can kind of figure out what works best for us. Well, I, I think too that people don't necessarily realize how much their diet plays into like their overall health, right? Yeah. Like if you're feeling sluggish, it's like, it's like don't just reach for the, for the cup of coffee, right? It's just like, well, why am I feeling sluggish? Like what, what did I have to eat or what is it that I've taken into my body that's made me feel sluggish, right? right. Um, and I, I think that's so important to like ask those questions and not just like, reach for the quick fix, but be like, okay, well, why is this happening? You know, trace it back. Yeah. And figure out how to undo it the next time. Yeah. Or yeah. just like experiment with it. Like, why not? Yeah. We've got time. Totally. We do. <laughs> we do. So, um, speaking of caffeine, do you drink yeah. caffeine? Tell us. 
so in this current moment, I, I'm all about tea. I'm all about green tea, like right, specifically right now in this moment. So I go through phases with coffee. Coffee and I, like, we have moments of like, we're really close and like best buds and like, and then I have this moment where I'm like, oh, get, like, just get away from me for a moment. And so, and I also want, I, you know, I have, I have these, these, uh, I guess you could say like inner thoughts, right? Where I'm like, I don't want to be addicted to anything. And right. So, <laughs> oh my God. I'm living this life right now. And so if there's a moment where I'm like, oh my God, I'm addicted to coffee. Then I'm like, okay, we're going to take a step back because I'm not addicted to you. I have power over you. Yeah. So. I mean, that's the yoga man. That's the yoga. That's another form of yoga. <laughs> so at this moment, no, I'm not drinking coffee, um, but I am drinking like green tea. So yes, I have caffeine, but not like a crazy amount of caffeine. Yeah. So you're kind of like slowly backing off a little yeah. bit. I feel you. I'm trying to back off of coffee too, because we have had a too long of a relationship and we need to kind of break up now. <laughs> the breakup's the hardest part. It is so hard. <laughs> But I will say that, you know, yoga gives you energy. It really does. It really does. And the more that I practice, the more I kind of discover that where it's like, I mean, I had a, I had a very full day of practice yesterday and I honestly had a hard time getting to sleep. My body was so tired, but I was just like, I was a little wired in a way, just like, mm. because I had done so much It's yoga in- interesting that way, right? The way that physical movement, I think yoga specifically, because it's, it can be, you know, your body gets tired, but like you also gain all of this energy from mm-hmm. it too. It's a very weird kind of concept. I remember when I used to practice at like 5 a.m. every morning, just re- religiously. And the days that I couldn't show up for whatever reason, I literally could not wake up until I went and took my yoga class. And then, you know, at like 4.30 in the afternoon, I could finally get into, (laughs) my body's like, oh, good morning. And I'm like, where have you been all day? You know, like my brain is clearer. My body feels better. I don't feel like I'm just like dragging myself along. And it's really, really interesting when you start to create that kind of consistent practice where you can really start to feel how different things feel from day to day when you're practicing all the time. Mm-hmm. That's really, really cool. Yeah. So tell us one really boring fact about you. A boring fact. Yeah. Just something that's like not interesting at all. What's boring? I mean, I, I consider myself somewhat of an old lady. <laughs> like I, <laughs> uh, I mean like not only do I like to bake, but I, um, I really love like flannel sheets. I'm really into flannel sheets right now. <laughs> I like to watch cartoons. I don't know. I don't know. And like fuzzy slippers? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you have some really awesome fuzzy socks on right now. So <laughs> it's a real vibe. <laughs> it is. I don't like to be cold. I'm yeah. so sensitive to cold and I'm such a baby when it comes to cold. That's that Bikram though. Yeah. That's that long-term Bikram practice that just like really screws us up to the cold weather it's it's been it's a hard transition into fall for us i think and we're getting we're getting into the winter times now and i think it's something like 60 degrees outside and i think it's the arctic i'm like oh my gosh i mean it basically is (laughs) where is my winter jacket (laughs) where are all my winter jackets i'm gonna wear them all right now joey on friends style Well, this was so fun, Brian. Thank you so much for joining us. And um, 
I'm sure we'll we'll see you soon. Yes. Everybody will see you soon. All of you. <laughs> I look forward to it. All right. Thank thanks you so, much. so much for joining, guys. We will talk to you later. Bye.